Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Podcast. We're going to be covering the MLB again. Um, nice and dreary, cold on a Sunday evening here. So we have baseball all day. That's what I've been doing, watching ball and sleeping. So we're going to get right into it. Uh, follow us at PSO Sports One on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Portland Sports Opinions everywhere else, and we do have a new website up where there's some content there. You know, you can see our videos, the latest ones, some blogs the boys and myself write. At PointlessSports.com. So I'm jumping straight into it. Last week I was all things New York with the Mets and the Yankees. I'm still sticking to that storyline here, everyone. I don't like the Mets or the Yankees, but they look pretty dang good. The Yankees more than the Mets. I'll get to that in a sec. But we got the Yankees here at 29-10 and 10 as the uh, the weekend ends. They're, on, they're in Fuego. And you see a lot of these baseball games. They get the Yankee stat line of their record. And they go to a World Series every time they start like this. And Yankees fans are probably watering at the mouth. Because it's been since '09 since they won the World Series. And they've even been to one. Uh, Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton continue to just be the big boppers in that lineup. Judge, as of the start of the day today on Sunday, the 22nd of May, he had 14 homers. And Gene Carlo had 11. And then Rizzo has 10. These guys are bopping. And Nestor Cortez coming out and surprisingly being a really, really good, I'd almost say, ace for this staff. You know, you have Garrett Cole in there too. But everyone's really doing really well for him. Shut down bullpen for the most part. Uh, they did lose reliever Chad Green. He was a big piece to that bullpen for the year with Tommy John. But we'll see how it goes. 29-10, and 10, they're not really missing a beat. Um, but we can go to the other NL team in New York, the Mets. They're 27-15. and 15. They're chugging right along. That's the best record in, sorry, not the best record, but the most wins tied with the Dodgers in the NL. Um, and their division's been lackluster. So we have Atlanta at 19-20. In, I'm sorry, Atlanta at 19-22 and and Philly at 19-22 and, and the Marlins at 18-22. and 22. So, you know, those are the teams 
that we can say are right behind them that really aren't. But Mets still keep chugging along. They just took uh, three of four from the Cardinals last week um, and this past series. And the Mets are splitting the first two games of their series this weekend in Colorado. Uh, so this is before the games are over today. So, But big bad news for the Mets is their ace, Max Scherzer, went down with an oblique injury over the past week. Uh, he's expected to miss six to eight weeks. That's tough. Um, and they're already missing DeGrom. He did have some reports saying that He's progressing. His shoulder's looking better, so maybe we'll see him in July. Uh, they might have DeGrom and Scherzer come back at the same time, and that'd be that'd be good if they uh, lucky if they're both good and back at that same time. Uh, the Mets might have Scherzer and DeGrom come back at the same time, and if those guys can come back firing on all cylinders, watch out, especially if they can stay um, at the top or around the top of the division. Uh, let's go, Mets, is what it's going to look like. Missing uh, Tyler McGill as well, who was another piece of their rotation that they needed to do good. Um, so the holdovers, it looks like Chris Bassett, Carlos Carrasco, and Taiwan Walker with Trevor Williams probably getting some starts, and they're probably going to call up some dudes from the minors to maybe see some starts going. But if they can keep it afloat, man, I, I like I like this offense a lot too. Pete Alonso is playing really well. Jumping deals looking good. Uh, Francisco Lindor started off really well, not doing great. But Mark Conner, Bannon Nimmo, and then Starling Marte. What's not to love? But we'll see what happens with this pitching staff being pretty depleted. But we'll see if the Mets can stay afloat because they look like they are legitimate. But we never know if the Mets or when the Mets are going to met. And in this division, I'll stick with it. Because I think we could see Bryce Harper with another MVP year. We're seeing him play well already, but he's got a torn UCL in his arm, his throwing arm, so the dude can't throw. Uh, the Phillies were given a gift with the DH this year, so Harper can just sit in the DH role and hit and hit and hit because that's all he needs to do. But he's their best offensive player, their best player overall. Um, this Philly staff is struggling, really. They're relying on the guys like Zach Wheeler, who had a great year last year. He's He's been a little above average. Aaron Nola has been right around league average, and so it's Kyle Gibson. Um, Zach Eflin, I think it's a contract year for him. He's been right around league average as well. They just need these guys to tighten up, keep it together, and they need his offense to perform. Uh, JT Real Mito needs to be better, but Hoskins, Segura, Alec Baum, those are guys they've had for a while that they're really looking for them to carry their weight, especially if Harper stays hurt. And the newcomers, Castellanos and Schwarber. Um, uh, Schwarber's hitting 200. Castellanos kind of doing his thing. He's hitting 260. But we'll see what happens here. They are second in the division, but they're already back seven and a half games. Um, there's a little worry on my end for all three of those teams in the East that are trailing the Mets, the Braves, the Phillies. I mean, the Marlins kind of play with house money, so. I will say one thing about this Phillies team. Uh, if they don't get it together and at least make a playoff appearance, I'd say Joe Girardi's job is in danger, man. I They could see this guy losing his job. They spent a lot of money. 
They have good players on that team, but there's big expectations here in Philly, and they haven't really been able to capture that team that was from the late 2000s or in the early 2010s. So we'll see if they can go on a run, but they're not my favorite in this division. They're not even my favorite to win a wild card spot one, two, or three. But speaking of wild card teams right now, St. Louis Cardinals are one of those wild card teams right now. They're chasing the Brewers in that division. Uh, as of the end of their two games today, the Brewers and the Cardinals. Brewers are leading the NL Central by three and a half games over the Cardinals. The Cardinals are five games above 500. They did just sweep the lowly Pittsburgh Pirates. Cardinals always beat up on the Pirates. In this series, you saw Nolan Gorman make his MLB debut. And he played pretty damn well for the Cardinals. Um, big things are expected out of him. And he didn't disappoint this weekend. You saw Albert Pools at two home runs in today's game. One off of a position player. But Albert's slowly climbing up that home run list. He's, he's just climbing up every single offensive stat list you can think of. Cardinals did see their offseason acquisition starter. Steven Matz throw four pitches today. And um, leave the game. So that's troubling news. But yesterday on Saturday they saw another top prospect of theirs. Probably their premier starting pitching prospect. Um, Matthew Libertor. He made a start. He made his MLB debut. He had four and two-thirds innings. He gave up five runs. But he did get sent down, I believe, to get some guys up. But you're probably going to see this guy take over a starter's role in the rotation solely because of his injury to Matt's. But this Cardinals team has had some big struggles out of some guys who thought, who they thought would be great, like uh, Paul DeYoung gets sent down to the minors because he's struggling so bad. Tyler O'Neill, who's hitting under 200, they put him on the DL with an injury, shoulder injury. Uh, we'll see if that was kind of a phantom injury. Maybe he comes back in 10, 15 days, however long the IL is right now. And we'll see if he gets some minor league rehab starts just to get some at-bats and fix whatever funk he's going through because they need this guy. They need this guy to perform badly. One more thing about the Cardinals. Miles Michael is looking really good. He's probably their ace. Adam Wainwright's still looking good too. And then Carlson, Dylan Carlson, their outfielder, also may be hurt, so. It's easy to beat up on these bad teams, so if the Cardinals can beat up on the Cubs, the Pirates, and the Reds and hold their own against the Brewers, I don't see why they wouldn't be a playoff club, but they need to beat up on the Brewers as well and play well against them to win this division. But the Brewers look pretty damn good. Next thing I want to jump to is uh, the best player on the Angels, and no, it's not Shohei Otani or Mike Trout. It's a guy you've probably never heard of. Taylor Ward having a career start to his year. Dude's hitting 370 with a 481 OBP. His OPS plus is 248. He's coming out of nowhere for this team. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. He's their best offensive player. I mean, Mike Trout's still their best player, uh, offensively, defensively. But Taylor Ward looks great. Uh, dude's making us a, a run in an All-Star appearance. He's 28, but he's finally figuring it out for himself, which is good for him personally, and also really good for the Angels. But the Angels are doing good. They're still right up at the top of that division, 25 and 17. They did go through a little scuttle here lately, but they were only a game and a half out of first place to start. Um, the day today, Mike Trout is still not going to cover off the ball. So that's awesome to see. And they're getting a lot of really good performances from Shohei. Uh, Michael Lorenzen signed him in the offseason to be a starter. He's kind of been really good for him. Uh, 125 ERA plus, he's 5-2. and two. He came out of, he was kind of a two-way player for the Reds, if you guys remember. He'd play a little outfield, he'd hit a little bit, he'd relieve for him. But now he's a full-time Starter and the Angels are glad they snagged him because he's been really good for him right now. But I really like this Angels team. They finally have starting pitching, Shohei and Noah Syndergaard, and they've also got Michael Lorenzen doing really well. So they can just if they can get one more guy to really help them establish a fourth member of this bullpen, which I can I shouldn't say one more guy because Reed Detmers has been solid. I wouldn't say really good, but he threw a no-hitter for him. He is only 22. He's a young rookie, so it's his first year. But he's keeping guys off base, so I like I like where this Angels team is heading. I kind of want to pick him for a World Series winner here because I love Mike Trout. I love Shohei Otani. Uh, stay healthy. Watch him go out and make a big off or a mid-season transaction to kind of bolster the starting rotation because uh, the Angels aren't afraid to do that. They've always been a team that will do that, so... Watch out for these Angels, folks. But just jumping around. The Red Sox have kind of made a little run. I think they've now won five in a row. So they're 19-22. and 22. They're not as pitiful as they were last time I recorded. Toronto's kind of struggling. 22-19, and 19, we all thought this was the darling of the division. We were going to watch them kick in everyone's teeth and knock down the door and take over that spot as the best team in this division. And then Tampa Bay's still doing their thing, 24-16. and 16. Can never count this team out. They're really, really good. I kind of just want to make some early, way too early predictions for the Cy Young, but we've seen Justin Verlander come back with a vengeance for the Astros. Uh, I don't know who he sold his soul to or what fountain of youth he found, but due to six and one with a 1.22 ERA through 51 and two thirds of an inning, uh, still striking out dudes, almost at a strikeout an inning. He, if you guys remember, so 2019, he won the Cy Young. 2020, he started the first game, tore his elbow or whatever, banged himself up, had Tommy John. So he missed all of 2021, but this dude comes back at the age of 39, doesn't miss a fucking beat. Can't believe it. Uh, He was a free agent for anyone to grab. Astros 
gulped him up because they knew what they had, I guess. I can't count out Justin Verlander. Um, if you guys remember what, back in 2014-15, we kind of thought he was cooked. He had that MVP Cy Young Award season in 20, what is that, 11? And now, since pretty much 2016, for the most part, this dude has been a top five, three pitcher in baseball. I mean, we can list him with Max Scherzer and Clayton Kershaw and one of those elite, elite talents who just knows how to keep evolving and being phenomenal. So I, I definitely want to pick him as my early favorite for the Cy Young and the, or the AL for the Astros. The NL, it's kind of hard. It's a little tighter because you don't really see someone like Verlander doing something crazy like that. I mean, Miles Michaelis is doing really well for the Cardinals. He's 3-2 and two to start the year in 48 and a third of an inning, so he's got eight starts at a 1.6 ERA. Not getting a ton of, of run support, but he's also coming back from, you know, injury plague seasons. 2020 didn't play at all. 2021, he had nine starts. And so if he can have a big bounce back, healthy year, I definitely can see. And because he was, he was great his first year with the Cardinals, and he can keep the staff afloat and be this good, maybe. But I was also going to talk about Zach Gallon for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Also, he had an injury-plagued season last year in 23 starts, but through seven this year, 1.14 ERA, 3-0. He's, the, the Diamondbacks are having a great start to their year I just because who thought they'd be 21-21 and on May 22nd? I mean, we're 41 game, 42 games of the season, and they're right around 500. Uh, Troy Lovello has these guys competing for a, a wild-card spot fourth way into the season, so I'm surprised as hell at that, and Zach Gallon's kind of kind of their ace, along with Merrill Kelly, and Madison Bumgarner is having a really good bounce back here too, but Gallon's always had that potential, he was really good with the Marlins, if you guys remember, he had, oh sorry, not even the Marlins, he was good to start with the Marlins, and then they traded him, so in 2019, he was seven games with the Marlins, eight games with the Diamondbacks, and he had a sub-3 RA, in the COVID season, he was 12 starts, he had a 2.75 ERA. So it looks like this kid's putting it together, staying healthy. He's only 26, so good for him. I kind of want to keep following him and see how he's doing and how his team's doing, but ERA plus at 350, 39 strikeouts and 39 and a third of an inning, so like I want to see him keep up this strikeout rate. Um, walk rate's really good. It's 1.8 right now, uh, and then he's keeping dudes off base and doing really well. I'm just really surprised at the Diamondbacks. Cool, if they make a playoff run, good. That's fun. That's cool for the league. It's a team that was absolute shit the past couple of years. But look at look at them competing, playing well under Tori Lavello. We can scan around the league and kind of just touch on some teams that have been disappointing. I mean, I'd say Seattle at 17-25. and 25. We thought they'd come back this year. They were 90-72 and 72 last year. They had a 90-win season. And it, they're struggling really bad on a four-game losing streak as of today. Um... We'll see what happens there. And they had some kids come up, you know, Kalanick struggled, and and J-Rod's been good. I think that's what his name, Julio Rodriguez, the young stud. He's been pretty solid for them, but they're in the cellar of that division right now. Uh, Texas, 18-22, and 22, made those big off-season acquisitions. Mark and Simeon's been so, so bad. Uh, friend of the show, Devin, said, I think in OPS Plus, out of 170 people, he's 169th. And this dude was, what, second or third in the MVP voting last year? Got that big contract, and I, I don't really know what happened. Uh, Cleveland, 
seventeen and twenty. White Sox nineteen and twenty. Minnesota surprisingly leading that division at twenty four and sixteen. After they had a down year at seventy three and eighty nine, and they're rebounding from a tough year last year. Rocco Baldelli, good manager for them. And Toronto twenty two and nineteen. I wouldn't say that's a disappointment, but I thought everyone, including myself, would is, was expecting more out of them. Their run differential is actually a negative ten, so. We, something's not going right. I know that Alec Manoa, their young stud, has been on fire to start the year, and he's probably been one of their best players. And then Atlanta, Philly, struggling. And then, other than that, that's kind of the status quo. I mean, said it is tight. Dodgers are 27-13. Uh, San Diego's a game behind him at 26-14. and 14. The Giants are four and a half games back. This is the way it's been the past couple of years is, Two or three teams fight for that division, and it's usually always the Dodgers coming out on top. Uh, I'll give you guys one of my thoughts is maybe we'll finally see the Dodgers <clears throat> falter a little tiny bit, and the Padres can even get better once they get Fernando Tatis Jr. back and their rotation stays healthy, and they're going to win this division. That's just being presumptuous because the Dodgers are still the Dodgers, and they have Freddie Freeman who's killing it. But San Diego really like them, finally. Hopefully they stay healthy and can keep it together. I don't think San Fran is going to keep up with what they did last year. Where they won 107 games. 22-17, and 17, a 564 winning percentage, but I don't think they're going to be able to pull off what they did last year. They have 22 wins. The Dimebacks are right behind them with 21. And Colorado has 19. They're 19-20, and 20, so tight division. It's going to be tough to get those easy wins against what we thought would be bad teams. If you're in the NL West. Um, but it'll be a surprise. And then, I mean, we're kind of waiting for the World Series champ Braves to kind of get on a run and do their thing. Acuna just came back. I think the big thing that is going to hold them back is no Freddie Freeman. I just don't know what you do without him. The core, the heart of your organization and that franchise and that team that won the title is gone doing the same thing with a new team for a lot more money. So, I'm just, uh, I wouldn't say nice surprises to start the year. We kind of assumed a lot of the stuff going on would happen. I mean, the Angels fighting the Astros to first place in the division, that's a little different. And then Minnesota, I think, being on top of that division, didn't really expect it. Um... But Boston, who made a playoff run, 19-22 to start the year. But they're on a heater. They won five in a row. Trevor Story's finally picking it up. Uh, nothing's crazy standing out to me just yet, except that the Yankees look like they may win the World Series. So <clears throat> leave a comment. You know, shoot us an email. Shoot us something on our website. Give us something to write about, talk about. Just look forward to more content at PointlessSports.com or anywhere you guys uh, can get our podcast. So thanks, guys. Have a good one. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 